Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can feel free to just relax, lay back, and drift off. I want to thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Kana. And Nitty, this brings to to the end of the week of shows we just aired. I know, we're back at it with a with a insomnia project bang, I guess. It, um, so it brings us to the weekend. What things do you like to do on your weekend? That's a good question, Marco. I'm someone who enjoys my weekend very much in terms of being able to catch up on some sleep. Okay. Um, do you find you sleep in on the Sunday, on the Saturday morning? Are you, do you get to sleep in or does it take you until Sunday to really be able to sleep in? No, I tend to sleep in on the Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I tend to sleep in on the Saturday and then I try and use Saturday as sort of my day to do all the things that I want to do. Okay. So my fun day, you know, um, and then Sunday's kind of like the errand day. What does your fun Saturday look like? Well, this past Sunday, for example, I went back to the Banya, which I had... Saturday, you mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Saturday. Sorry. Um, I went back to the Banya, which I think we've spoken about. Right, right. Uh, so that was really, really nice. And so that's, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, a, a type of spa where you really get to enjoy yourself. And there's different, um, what would you call them, like temperatured uh, waters and, and areas, areas to, to be saunas, in? Okay. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then I tend to go for a walk, spend some time oh, with my dog. Nice. Yeah. He enjoys some good food and drink and all of that. Where do you walk generally? In a park or just around the neighborhood? Uh, it depends actually. If I'm, if it's warm enough that I can take my dog with me, then I'll go to like an off-leash area or something in the park. Oh, cool. Uh, otherwise, you know, walking down the street, grabbing a coffee, going for a run, something something for me right just taking it easy overall sure i haven't been reading that much okay and so and i know we talked about my my mystery novel fascination are you back into a mystery novel or are you getting into a different one no i'm back into a mystery novel so uh i'm uh 
Yeah, reading And you know again. my fascinations with libraries. We've had episodes on that in the exactly. past. Exactly. I picked up a book by mistake from the library. Oh. In that I wanted one book. And one of the things I love about our library, Nitty, do you use the um, Toronto Public Library? I do every so often, yeah. I can't speak highly enough about our library system. And you know me, I'm critical about just everything. But <laughs> what I love about the Toronto Library System is you can... Um, and I'm sure there's other library systems in the world that have this. So if yours does, great. If not, let them know that you want this kind of system. I go online. I type in the book search that I want. Mm -hmm. The book will come up. And then I hit reserve. It asks me which branch I want. And, you know, there's a branch about a three-minute walk from my house. So the Davenport branch, it's a small little library branch, and I love it. The book will get sent there. Oh yes, I know about this. This is great. But if you, but if you don't pick up the book that gets there, you get charged a dollar fine. Yes. Fair enough. You've got a few days to pick it up once it arrives. But you can also make your orders inactive. So let's say you have to travel, you can't pick one up, you have too many books coming in. You can hit a button that will make that particular book inactive. So that happened to me. I went to Florida. The book that I wanted didn't come in. I made it inactive. Came back from Florida, a week in Florida, and I um, went back to get the book that I wanted uh, to, to make it active again. Don't I make the wrong book active? I make a book that I guess I hadn't picked up in many, many months active. So I go, I pick up this book, and I'm like, oh, this, this author's name is not the author I was anticipating because I want to do something that requires a prerequisite reading of a different author. Mm -hmm. So I start reading, and I'm like, this really doesn't have anything to do with this online thing I'm going to be doing. So I go back to look, and I realize I've made active a book that I didn't necessarily want. But Did I'm, you start reading it I anyway? I got halfway through, Nitty. Oh, amazing. So I'm quite enjoying it, and it's a quick read. I have made the book that I need active. It should be in this week. And sorry, what, what was the book again that you received that you're halfway through? It's called The Big Leap. Oh, okay. You've probably seen the cover of it. So it's a little goldfish jumping from a small bowl into a large bowl. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And the other book, I can't remember the name of it, but it's kind of like a half smile on the book. Okay. Like the book is like kind of has a, I don't know how else to describe it. So, Marco, let me ask you this. How is a Saturday different from a Sunday for you? Oh, that's a great question. So Saturdays, I love that you make Saturdays your day. And mm -hmm. then Sunday's the day of errands for you. Mm -hmm. I kind of break that up in the weekend. So part one and part of the other on both days. But Saturdays generally are the day that I like to do something very enjoyable, like going to brunch, mm -hmm. going to see a movie perhaps, hanging out with friends, possibly recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sundays is the day that I start to, like, get ready for the week and I'll do laundry. It's generally my laundry day. Yes, and in fact, while we're recording, I have laundry going downstairs. What, do you use fabric softener? I use, uh, like, the softener sheets. The sheets. Yeah, yeah, I do. And do you have a preferred type of detergent you like to use? Or do you like to use those little, you know, those little pucks that you can throw in? Oh, no, I don't use the pucks. I use a liquid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a specific one you use? We use a non-fragrance um, one. Mm -hmm. 
Amanda has some allergies and whatnot. Mm. Although she can she can work with Tide. So okay. even if Tide, I guess its original scent is fine. It's fine. But anything else. So we generally try to use um, fragrance-free or the all-natural kind of uh, detergents. I like to put in fabric softener. So sometimes what mm-hmm. I'll do is I'll separate my clothes and I'll put the fabric, the liquid fabric softener and sometimes the, the sheet as well, the bounce sheet or whatever the sure. fabric sheet, softener sheet is that we have because sometimes we'll just get a generic brand. And uh, that's my preference. So when do you, does anyone ever use starch anymore to like starch a shirt? I used to when I would, would when I would iron, Yeah. I would use the starch for the collar. So I also, I'll spray a little starch on the collar and get a really nice stiff collar, which I do like. Um, but you know the little nozzle part on the butt, on on these aerosol cans? Yeah. It fell out and I can't find it. So I've got this starch can without the aerosol nozzle to spray it. I think it. there's like a life hack. I know we were talking about oh, really? that last time. Yeah, there's a life hack for that, I think, if I remember correctly. The only thing with um, starching your shirts is when you use an aerosol, some of it will fall into the atmosphere and onto the ground. And it'll make that area of where I'm ironing very slippery afterwards. Okay. So. That's problematic. It can be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, a warning. If you're going to use an aerosol starch on a hardwood floor, because it's on my hardwood floors, be careful because it'll make that area slippery. Slippery, mm-hmm. fair enough. Are you a good ironer? That's a hard word to say. Oh, good question. Um, I, I'm okay. My mom is really good at ironing. A lot of moms are. Yeah. I don't know how she gets like the creases. Let me so... ask you this. Where do you start when you iron a shirt? Oh, good question. I usually start on the, um, the long end of the shirt. You know what I mean? The back? The front. Oh, see, and I start with the back first. Um... I leave the long end. So you mean like the... You know how the shirt divides like the button. Your, yeah. your, your sort of uh, front in half, right? Yeah. So you, you do the button side first? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I usually move over to taking the shirt and kind of, you know how you put it at the end of the ironing board to do the shoulders? Yes. I do that and then move towards the back. So you'll do the front parts first, then the back, then the sleeves? Um, I think I do the sleeves last. Oh, really? Yeah. And when do you do the collar? Oh, good point. Maybe I do the collar last. Okay. I don't know. I usually do. I don't do shirts that often. Okay. I have to do my... That's primarily what I iron is my shirts, right? So it's back, front, front. Okay. Sleeves, collar, and then I'll ensure that the front part that leads to the collar doesn't get wrinkled in Mm -hmm. between doing the other parts. Do you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you do that, I start with the back because if the bank back gets a little crinkled while yeah. I'm ironing the rest, it's not as important to me as ensuring that the front is, is pressed well. Right, you know right. I mean? But that's why for the shoulders, you kind of just sliver it onto the... Right, no, no, I get that. Okay, yeah, I okay. do that too at some point. I can't... Remember when. I think I redo that at the end as well, mm. just to make sure they're... They're they're yeah. they're done. I uh, Marco, it's funny we were talking about the weekend today because today uh, one of the fun things that I did mm-hmm. was take a singing lesson for the first time. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, what made you? What inspired you to take a singing lesson? It's always been something that I've wanted to do, and I never 
uh, like I, I love singing, mm-hmm. but I have no concept of whether or not I'm singing well or notes or any sure. of that. So uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to do some singing lessons. How wonderful is that? And how did it go? It went really well. Mm-hmm. It went really well. It was really fun. I didn't think I would be as interested in musical theory. Oh, so you're learning musical theory as well. Well, part of it is there, right? Like, um, she, she did a really great job at um, making it very accessible to what we were doing at any moment. So only really telling me what I need to know so it didn't feel overwhelming on the theory side. Did anything you learned today surprise you? in that you didn't know prior to taking this lesson. Yeah, Lindsay uh, was saying that she thought that I had a really great voice. Oh, so that made me very happy. Perhaps we can have Lindsay on an episode and talk we about should. you know the parts of the voice that you use to sing with and whatnot. And, Absolutely. And that'd be really fascinating. And like what makes one sing well versus not as well and, and all that. Absolutely. We should absolutely ha- make that happen. One great thing to do on a Sunday is take a, take a class like that, a fun class for yourself. Right. Is there any other class that you're like, I'd love to take this class just out of fun. Hmm. I'd love to take like a cooking class or learn okay. like a special dish of, of some kind mm. or have a little bit more formal understanding of how ingredients go together because I tend to be very... Um, instinctual okay. on whether or not it, things would work a certain way. Nothing wrong with that. No, I know, but still. How about it you? Sounds like you're a confident cook. A confident cook? Yeah. When I'm on my own, yeah, but when I'm cooking for other people, I'm less confident. I would love to take a ceramic course. Oh yeah. So I took a sculpting course years right. ago, right? I don't know if I've mentioned this. Yeah, I think you have. Oh no, no, I don't think you've you've done it towards I, I, I probably told, told me. you. So I took this sculpting course, thinking it was going to be a clay sculpting course. I show up, and they're like, "Okay, pick your stone. Here's your pick. Here's your hammer. Go nuts!" Right? And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" It was a rock sculpting class. I right? don't know. You think that that would be pretty obvious in like the description or something? Because I'm sure many people were probably like, uh, where's the clay? No, it was just me and a lot of older women because it was during the day. <laughs> and what was funny, Nitty, was there was no instruction. It was grab your pick, grab your, or not your pick, your chisel, grab your hammer and start chiseling, right? So you're like, what am I doing? Were like you I, in like an advanced course by accident? No, I don't know. It seemed advanced. There was a lot of people who had been taking this course for a while and were making intricate sculptures. And I was like, chip, chip, chip. <laughs> and then after a while, you, you sort of get the confidence of like, let's just hammer. And there was chips of stone flying everywhere. <laughs> what did you end up making? Well, I tried to make um, a skull, but it wasn't working out properly. And the piece of, I took chose alabaster that I chose had a weird shape to it at that Mm. point so I kind of flipped it over and made it into an angel okay which sounds a little bit weird but my friend who I took the class with was making an angel and it seemed like what she was doing was very um was going really well with the stone she chose so in essence I kind of just copied her idea because I couldn't at that point my skull was not working out (laughs) and I just thought it would be humorous to go from skull to angel so that's what I did makes a good story but I love taking those kind of courses for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm always disappointed when you take one that's kind of like, wah, wah, not so much fun. It's true. Mm-hmm. Marco, is there anything that you 
used to do on a weekend, mm -hmm. but you're like, I got to maximize my weekend time. Oh. So I'm now going to do this during the weekdays or weeknight. Well, that's a great question. I try to just focus on paying bills during the week. So mm -hmm. any sort of um, financial or um, business work, mm -hmm. I try to do, do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I've sort of picked those as my days to do them mm -hmm. and uh, keep the weekend free of that sort of, I don't want to say stress, but that sort of um, activity and keep it more lighthearted, I guess. That's fair enough. Mm -hmm. I try and do either my laundry or my grocery shopping on the weekdays, mm -hmm. like weeknights. Uh, laundry because I find it, well, less so now because I have laundry in my apartment now, but when I was living in a place where laundry was like downstairs, sure. then it just became a pain and you always had to wait for a, laundry, a, a laundromat to be open. Um, and so it's just easy for me to do it at any point now but I still try and do my groceries on a weeknight because I find you know on the week ends a depending on what grocery store you go to there's less variety or you kind of get the bottom of the barrel in terms of some of the fresh produce okay. so I prefer going on a weeknight and also there seems to be less people doing that I feel like Saturday Fair. or Sunday it's just over, it's yeah. like going to Costco you don't do it on like, the weekend you don't do it on no, the weekend just it's, it's impossible mm -hmm. now when you talk about doing your laundry how do you separate your laundry do you separate it based on colors or based on fabrics I am going to be really controversial and tell you that I'm very, very bad. I don't separate my laundry. You know, it's funny. A lot of people don't separate their laundry. I I'm very persnickety with that. Really? I am. I'm very persnickety. But I would separate by color. And then I recently read something that you should separate by fabric type. Sure. That makes sense. I've spoken from someone who doesn't <laughs> do either. <laughs> but um, so... So I'm really like at a crossroads. Do I separate it by color like I've been doing all my life? Can you like sub-separate? But then it would be too small. small? The batches would be mm. too small. Like I'd be doing like... Well, but do what's been working for you so far. I mean, I can't think... I guess. Yeah, I can't think that like, you know, if, been, if you've been living on the edge and separating by color, you know, might as well continue because... Right now, the scoop of thought is fabric. Ten years from now, they might be like, don't do any separation. Right. Fair. Fair. Like, might all change. Some people do it by actual clothing type. So they'll do all their pants, all their, all their shirts, and all their um, whatever else. I just want the laundry to be done. Mm, I, I, there is one specific thing that I would advise you that I do is I will wash towels on their own and not incorporate them with my clothes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But I, I'm talking about clothes. I'm not talking about, you know, same thing with bed sheets. Right. Those are their own, own separate thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I, I, it's the one thing, one chore that I enjoy doing is laundry. Really? Yeah. What I, do you like about it? It's funny because I speak, spoke to a lot of my male friends and they say the same thing there's just something about it that i i think because when i lived in new york i lived in a five-story walk-up so to do a lot to do laundry was quite quite the ordeal because you had to bring all the clothes down five flights of stairs and then you had to stay in the laundromat you couldn't just like leave it and go because mm. it was new york and i don't know if you, do, you used to do that when you would take it to a laundromat but it would be forced time to just sit 
and wait and do other things. So right. I would read or I'd be on my computer, do things on the computer, and it would just give me the time that I didn't often afford myself. Right. So that coupled with the sort of weird sort of science aspect of, you know, potions and lotions and things and mixing little cups of like bleach <laughs> and fabric softener and detergent and putting in kind of chemist that kind of kind thing of is always kind of fun and then you know I always like doing it because it makes me feel like I have a very tangible sense of accomplishment after doing laundry okay. like once your laundry is done and you folded it and put it away it's like and that laundry basket is clear right you feel like all right I did accomplish your goal. This, yeah, errand. I like to fold my laundry really. while watching a program. Yep, that's, that's always pre- fun. Yeah. I listen to music or talk on the phone with someone. Mm-hmm. It's a very multitasking 100%. thing, right? Like, you don't just fold laundry. There's always something else that you got to do with it. My dog enjoys laundry coming fresh out of the dryer she'll usually sit on the laundry of course it's nice and warm it's nice and warm do you enjoy putting on clothes that have just come out of the dryer 100 percent, especially in the winter yeah i will throw on the socks that come on there or sometimes i'll throw the sheets or towels on my wife while she's lying down because they're nice and warm <laughs> just to give her that extra little bit of warmth um I love folding the laundry while it's still warm. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the things get less wrinkled when you do that. I think that's why you're even supposed you're to. You're supposed te- to, right? To like, I think you're even supposed to iron them when they're hot like oh. that. I usually let my shirts be a little damp, so I won't dry them all the way. Right, because they come out crispier. Right. Yeah. That's another thing that I do. Um, Is there anything say, that you... They, sorry, go ahead. No, no. They say that you should not dry your jeans completely. Rather... They should be a little damp, and you hang them on a hanger mm-hmm. so that they dry straighter. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Like, they don't get as... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like... Um, com- compact or shrinky or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I know what, what you mean. What were you going to say? Oh, I forgot. Oh, oh that's what I was going to say. Is there anything that you don't put in the dryer? I don't put my wife's bras in the dryer. Good, good thinking. <laughs> okay. And I, I just wrecked two of her sweaters because I didn't realize that you shouldn't put them in the dryer, so I shrank them. Oh, no, I, yeah, the worst. Yeah, and I don't put cashmere yeah. in the dryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all, these are all good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's certain articles of clothing that I have, like dresses, that I won't put in the dryer. Sure. Um, because they are actually a little bit, uh, cottony, but I don't know if they're pre-shrunk, and so I'm afraid to oh, test them out in the. In did you the look at the label? Uh, I did, but it doesn't say. Oh, that and sucks. And they're very yeah. So so I kind of feel safer not putting them in the dryer. Uh, is there anything that you're like? You know what? I'm just gonna dry clean this. You know, it's funny you should say that because you know I could get my shirts dry cleaned, mm-hmm. but the. But there's something about a dry clean shirt that feels or smells weird to me that it just really? doesn't. Yeah, I just there's something I don't like about a dry clean shirt. I prefer to do it myself. Interesting. Now that said, when I was traveling for business, I would take my shirts to a dry cleaner and have them folded versus put them on a hanger so that they'd be folded into like little packets. Mm-hmm. 
and then they were easier to pack mm. and they would come out but wouldn't the lines show up a little it? bit a little bit so but you would only have to iron them a, a tad in the hotel um versus versus like really having to iron a shirt it would kind of be almost pre-ironed with a couple of fold marks into it and um I feel like ironing is one of those things that actually pertains more to men's clothing than women's. Probably. Probably we have a bit of like we have more things that require ironing. Yeah. Because I know even Amanda has some shirts that are button up shirts that are really wrinkle free. And even though men's shirts often say wrinkle free, they still need a pass of the iron, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But mm-hmm. her shirts will come out and they're a different kind of fabric. They're not like a cot, like a starchy cotton. I don't yeah. know how else to describe yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean. So when they come out, they're I can fine. just put it on a hanger and they're fine. Do you ever judge people who have wrinkled clothing? What mm. is your, or judgment might be the wrong word. What is your first reaction when you see someone and they have wrinkled clothing? It doesn't bother me. What what I find odd is when you can tell someone's just taking a shirt out of a packet and put it on. Oh, because it's got like the lines. It, got, it has lines. And it doesn't, once again, it doesn't bother me. I would never judge someone because of that. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's a little bit interesting, funny, mm-hmm. odd. Um, but I realize like I've, ha- I've been in situations where I've had to go and buy a shirt and wear the shirt right away. Mm-hmm. Because I got coffee on a shirt and I had an sure. important meeting or for whatever reason, right? And that's never a fun place to be in, especially if you know that there's going to be lines because you have no other alternative. Yeah. But that, but that doesn't really bother me, because oftentimes too, Nitty, and this is one of the things that really sort of irritates me is I'll have ironed a shirt, mm-hmm. really pressed it, and then I have to drive. Oh, and it gets wrinkled again. And it gets wrinkled because of the seatbelt, and I but- always hate that because it's like. I'll see my boss, and I'll be like, oh, "I've worked so hard to iron, iron this shirt." shirt. But I, I feel like with that type of thing. You kind of know, right? Because you can see the rest of the shirt has obviously been ironed. Or, or like, it's just, like, you know that there's going to be that wrinkle in the back right. when people sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I once had someone come in for a job interview, and their shirt was completely, like, scrunchy wrinkled. Right, right. And, that um, leaves an impression. It, it did, mm-hmm. actually, and I felt bad for it, but... Um, yeah, it's well, you know what? Actually, I didn't feel bad for it because it was kind of like what I expected from the wrinkled shirt right. is what I got Fair. In, in the interview. So it was all worked out in the end. It was like, okay, this this makes sense. But um, it's funny how some of those very, very uh, specific things can actually make an impression, but they're also very personal because some people don't use. Like, I grew up in a house where it was like, you iron things, right? Sure. Some people don't. And like, some people don't have irons. Yeah. So and I find it interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really about how you uh, were conditioned, like, what were you... Sure. Like, and I th- habits. I feel like if you, you don't have an iron in the house, which is totally acceptable and cool, then ensure that your clothes don't require ironing. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be is gonna be my Absolutely. recommendation. As we end this episode and end our weekend, our week of shows with this weekend, Nitty, what's the last thing you do on the weekend? Like on Sunday, do you have do you like you prepare your food for the next day, or do you do anything like a ritual or something that you do at the end of your weekend? I um, you. 
usually, yeah, I usually prepare some food, make sure everything's on in order, everything looks nice. I like getting the week started off with uh, with a sense of like everything in my space is nice and clean and proper, ready to go. That's great. Yeah. How about you? I like to watch something that I enjoy on yeah. television and just kind of like relax from the television. It's the last thing I do before I go to bed. Nice. And that's my weekend. And this was our weekend. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. And as always, we're produced by Drumcast Productions and we're recording in Toronto, Canada. Until the next time. <laughs>